The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is a Locker Room Production. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know all that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? Welcome to Sorry We Love Football. The uh, Sorry We Love Football Locker Room. What? extravaganza we've said that experience doesn't work anymore i'm here with danny solomon as always jamel is at arlington national cemetery paying his respects to the soldiers so he'll he'll jump in a little bit later but uh until then we're just doing this thing we're playing a tennis match danny yeah um you know it's gonna be two guys talking about football if anybody wants to join uh they'd be pretty sad because it's memorial day and we should be a honoring our patriots or b Chilling out, relaxing, not worrying about talking about a, a sport that isn't going to be even occurring for another five months. Yeah, this is true. I mean, you know, when, when we peruse the NFL.com uh, headlines, they're getting sadder and sadder. And we've already talked about, you know, so-and-so headline about guys in the best shape of his life. That's one of our all-time favorites. It pops up around this time of year for, like, every team. I feel like every beat writer has, like, you know, Jalen Rager's in the best shape of his life article. Who's who's in the best shape of their life at Chiefs camp? Oh, God. I think Kyle Long is the guy who everybody's like, he's back physically. He's <laughs> never going to get injured again. He went golfing with Mahomes in Hawaii. You know, they're all fast bros. They're really trying to sell us on Kyle Long. Dude, Mahomes has a juicy NFL.com uh, headline today. You want? Did you see what it was? No, I'll just hop right over there. What else do I got to do? Not at a barbecue or anything. Oh, you don't have to hop over. I'll read it for you. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, quote, the only record I have my eyes set on breaking is going 20-0. and 0. Yeah, I mean, of course, like, that's how quarterbacks talk all the time. They have to say shit like that. Like, look, I don't care about – that's really the point of this. He doesn't care about the individual stats. He cares about the team. But people take that headline, they spin it to mean he's saying he guarantees 20 and 0. <laughs> he's way more humble than that. And I guarantee 20 and 0, but I can shoot my mouth off like that. I don't think that's what Mahomes was saying. He said this at the Mahomes Aloha Golf Classic. I love when golf tournaments are called classics when they've only been like a year old. What like, a classic. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's cool. It's fun that you get football players and celebs together for some bullshit. Are you looking forward to the the super jacket golf classic coming up uh, this fall? I uh, shan't be attending. I hope that doesn't get anyone's (laughs) quills up over there. But, you know, anyone who's listening, I hope you're not disappointed. But I'm not going to that golf classic. I, uh, I don't know why it's happening. It just seems like 70 people are going to be on the golf course playing lackluster golf. It's going to take forever. Yeah, it is. But, you know, you can offer up some choice uh, quotes to whatever reporters show up there. So that's the only thing we're going to be missing out from you. You could have some guarantees on your fantasy season or, you know, how many great episodes you're going to write this year, all those sorts of things. Who do you think the biggest celebrity will be at the – Super Jacket Golf Classic. Maybe Shane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm, like, racking my brain right now. Um, holy shit. Uh, I'd go, who has the most, like, Twitter followers? <laughs> People. <we know. laughs> yeah, I was going to say JB because I think I saw him on the marquee of the uh, improv. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't think he'll be attending, though, unless he was uh, – there to for retribution of something. Right, right. Well, now he's got all the free time. 
to uh, to go do more stand up. So good for him. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, so we got this twenty and zero Mahomes quote out of the way, which is like you said, that's a team record. That's pretty fun. He's not talking about any individual stuff. Um, but I do have uh, a menu for you. So we're gonna start with with uh, an appetizer here, and this is that right now. Currently in this week, Tim Tebow has the two top-selling jerseys in the NFL. Number 85 on the Jags, the black jersey and the white jersey, are one and two <laughs> league-wide. Uh, you know, I, I we've talked about Tebow. I, I don't really care, care about him. I don't think he'll be on the team when all's said and done. But the fascination is just ridiculous. Is it just a Southern thing that we'll just never understand? No, it's two. It's a confluence of two forces. One are people in the South, people obviously in Jacksonville especially, but people in the South showing their support for religious fanaticism. I think they're just showing they're part of the team. I like this guy. He talks about Jesus in a in a real, in kind of a borderline creepy way that you don't normally hear in the NFL. Most of the time it's always like, Jesus helped us win. He gets a little deeper and a little weirder than that. And then number two is people buying it ironically. And mm. you can't you cannot sleep on that market. So, you know, if we like showed up to the office and Ryan Connors wearing like a Tim Tebow Jags jersey, which is I wouldn't put it outside the realm of possibilities. No, I mean and uh, the only reason I could give that he wouldn't want to put on one of those jerseys is too long, too flowy the jersey looks and it covers up his his sick ass that he's spent years working on from all of his gluteal exercising and back exercises that he did in the office. Uh, so here's the the rest of the list of the top selling NFL jerseys for, I actually think it's for the month of May. So you got Justin Fields, number three and four, you got the blue and the orange bears Jersey. And he's mm. also number five with the white one. Brady is number six. Yeah. Yeah. Who's buying not, a Brady jersey now? Like Randy Syfax, apparently. That is... I mean, all of these just complete turncoat Patriots fans, they're like Trump supporters. They're following Brady. They don't I care think, about, the, they don't care about the, 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 the party. They care about the man. Oh, I th- a lot of them have done that. And I like the, the parallel that you're drawing here. And it, it seems to work. Other than to... doesn't seem like Trump's going to win his version of the Super Bowl anytime soon. God, let's hope not. I think we, we're in dicey territory if Biden croaks, though. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, uh, Kamala, you know, I guess drew the ire of the entire world based on a tweet saying, have a nice weekend. I mean, unreal. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I know. That's... It's the things to be pretend mad about or shocked about. I know apparently our side is the one that does that, but it's nice when the pendulum swings and you get to see conservatives uh, pearl clutching about something that doesn't matter. It's true. They just make stuff up to be mad about. And at least our stuff is like stuff we've been bitching about for years and years. And we just can't get anyone to care about. Number seven, Najee Harris, uh, Steelers Jersey. Uh, and then you got Herbert, number eight chargers and then Mahomes sitting at number wow after justin herbert look he's new he he, not as many people have the jersey yet the chief's jersey doesn't have many alternates so if you already were gonna get a Mahomes jersey probably already had i'm surprised he's in the top 10 well new people keep getting born that have eyeballs and (laughs) can see how amazing this guy is (laughs) We got Aaron Rodgers Packers jersey as number 10. I don't know if that's like a <laughs> what the idea with that is. That's like, another of buying year. it ironically. That's that's people joking around. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that's a curious one though. Okay, number 11 is Devontae Smith Eagles jersey. Okay. Cool. That's I mean insane fanaticism in Philly for Hey, there's another Eagles one coming up. Okay, so Brady is number 12. Again. I can't think of another Eagles player honestly. It's Jalen Hurts at number 13. <laughs> oh, of course. New faith. And then Trevor Lawrence is 14 and Joe Burrow is 15. That that sounds about right where those guys, guys should be. Trevor but, hasn't really done anything. Maybe it's just because I don't watch college football, but 
I don't see any reason to get excited about this guy when so many other dudes who come out sounding like he's going to be, you know, sounding like they're going to be the best, the new football Jesus end up flopping spectacularly on the big stage. My, my, the one, look, there's some funny ones and Tebow's one of the dumbest ones, but the Justin Fields being number three, four and five bears fans are all in. We haven't even seen this dude like on a practice field or a preseason game or anything. And there's a bunch of Matt Harris's out there just buying his jersey. Yeah, I thought yeah. that they were all kind of apprehensive to buy in, but it doesn't seem like that's what's happening. Well, when your other alternative is to buy an Andy Dalton jersey, you're going to race <laughs> to throw your money at that Fields one. It's just it's common sense that that Fields is is set up to win the battle. He would really have to suck. If he doesn't, and you know, uh, if he's if he's that bad, then you've got a fun jersey on your hands. You know, you've got a Jamarcus Russell Raiders jersey. You've got that that valuable piece of fun <laughs> property you can trot out when your team is good again. Oh man, yeah, that's true. That is kind of like a um, what I can't find the term right now, but it gives you some cred. It's just like, hey, I yeah. was around during the bad times. Oh, sure. I see I, people at Chiefs games still wear Tyler Thigpen jerseys. Uh, Damon Heward. I've seen a few Damon Heward jerseys. Yeah, I guess I always just thought those people were just too cheap to upgrade. But maybe it is kind of like a badge of honor. Just like, I sat through this shit. I saw a guy in Vegas randomly in just a couple of years ago wearing a, a Chiefs Larry Johnson jersey. <laughs> That's a good jersey. It's a, I mean, it is and it's not. I mean, he is an anti-vaxxing, weird, like, uh, conspiracy theory guy. And on top of that, he had a few incidents of throwing a drink in a woman's face. Mm-hmm. And, and he wasn't good after the three seasons. He had three great seasons, maybe four. But, and then it went just completely downhill. Are there any um, people who got left off this list? That you're that you could think of, where you're just like, whoa, where? Like for me, it's like, where's Matt Stafford? He just got traded. Where's the Rams hmm. fans? Like, sure, Rams fans buying into this. Maybe he's outside the top fifteen or something, and he's right there, but uh, he's not in. How about your Wentz Colts jersey, huh? <laughs> See that every Colts person I know is like fucking pissed off about that trade. Yeah, we've had Megan Gailey on the show before. She's the only Colts fan I've ever talked to. And I I think you might have even spoken to her about it. But, you know, any thoughts from the people of Indianapolis? Um, I have not spoken to her about it. I've seen some tweets. Uh, My buddy Patrick, who I grew up with, is a huge Colts fan. And he's Mm. just in sheer agony. Just like it's like he found out like a family member died. Well, you were on the way up. (laughs) And then now you've, you've thrown all of your chips in the middle of the table on Carson Wentz. Because you knew you weren't going to do any better. You don't like it when your team has to make, like, they have to make a move at quarterback. They're not in a good position to draft a good one, and they don't have the collateral, the capital, whatever, to get a really good one off of another team. So you just have to be like, all right, what else is out there? We're bargain shopping. And you thought you had a team on the way up, but now who knows? I think they still think that. Hey, Kyler, uh, welcome to the chat. We're talking about Carson Wentz on the Colts and the oh, fans' but... cold response. Yeah, I don't, I don't love the move for the Colts. Obviously, he has potential, but like he was pretty bad last year. Um... We, we were talking about the top fifteen NFL or the top selling NFL jerseys of the month of May. All uh, oh, right, Tebow first. 15, right? And then we were talking about who got left off. You know, Stafford's not on that list. Carson Wentz isn't on that list. So there might be not the most excitement from those fan bases. I know Rams fans are excited about Stafford, but they're not buying his jersey. Right. That is what would you buy, Kyler? What what jersey is on your list? Um, well, I'm a Patriots fan, so if we get Julio, I'm getting that jersey for sure. Ooh, man. Yeah. You think you guys will get Julio? Uh, no, from what I'm hearing, it's probably going to be either Tennessee or Seattle. Um, but, but we're still in the running and I'm hoping for it. I do love him going to Tennessee. That seems like a great destination. They, they're a good team. They, um, 
you know, I, I don't think Tannehill is like a top five quarterback or anything, but he's good enough. And they just got rid of Corey Davis, so they have a slot to just stick him into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that seems like a good fit. And then Seattle, it's like DK and Julio kind of have the same playing style, unless I'm just making that up. So they no, kind of feel like the same dude. Yeah, Which, but if you put Julio and Metcalf on the outside with Lockett in the slot, that's pretty tough to stop. Yeah, it's nasty. But yeah. does Julio have it anymore? I haven't watched. I I mean, Falcons games were pretty low on my radar last season. So oh, well, was uh, he good? Yeah, so I I try to watch every game of every team because I play fantasy. Um, so Julio, when he's on the field, is still really good, but he's just not on the field enough. Yeah. So, and he he's always on the injury report with some sort of turf toe or hamstring. So, like, I wouldn't give up a first round pick for him, but if I could give up like a conditional second, then I would do it. I think that's the sweet spot for sure. I mean, he's thirty two years old, which in you know NFL language is pretty old to to get a first round back for a non quarterback. Obviously, we just saw Stafford uh, get a couple first rounders. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a non-quarterback, it kind of just doesn't happen unless the guy's earlier in his career. And like we're saying, he's often injured. And so I don't think unless somebody wants to shout out a first rounder, they could probably get him for just one of those. But I do think it'll be something like a conditional second. Um, Titans and Seahawks, that sounds like a fun a fun one to see. But, okay, if, if Julio doesn't come to the Patriots, which jersey are you getting? Um, I don't have a lot of jerseys right now. Uh, I gotta gotta get my jersey collection up. Um, hmm, that's a good question. I haven't thought about it. Um, who's your favorite player on the Patriots right now? Because it's I mean Cam is your quarterback, so that's a rough situation. I guess yeah. you got Mac Jones. Mac Jones I'm, might be a good jersey to invest in. I'm not a Mac Jones guy though. He'd have to he'd have to prove something to me. I didn't love him coming out of college. Um. I'd probably go for like a, a Dante Hightower or a Stephon Gilmore jersey because those are my guys. Um, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, Gilmore's great. I, he's always kind of in the trade talk as well, though. But I think he'll. You guys would be smart to keep him around. Uh, I, I keep seeing reports coming. Mac Jones, like stuff, but just weird intangible stuff because there's no real, there's nothing to report. So they're saying like Mac Jones has swagger. I'm seeing shit like that. <laughs> Whenever I saw him walk to the stage, though, that was not a walk of swagger. <laughs> so. uh, oh, hey, speaking speaking of uh, Patriots, Adam Vinatieri, he retired. That's a, that's news this week. Yeah, man, Vinatieri was so good. Um, he, he holds uh, most NFL records. He's got, like, most points scored, field goals made, <laughs> attempted, consecutive season scoring, uh, most playoff field goals, oldest player to make a 50-yarder. Um, you know, pretty much every kicking record he has. And so, you know, now that we have a Patriots fan on, it's kind of good. What, what, when you think of Vinatieri, and I know the obvious one is probably the Super Bowl game winning kicks, but you know, what do you think of, or what play or game or what's your like everlasting memory of that guy? Um, man, well, like you said, the Super Bowls, obviously, but, um, but I'm a little younger, I'm 19. So like, I remember, I do remember him leaving to go to the Colts. And then we had to face him all the time in the, in playoffs. the playoffs. Right. So Vinatieri to me in my lifetime was more of like the enemy kicker than our kicker. But I do recognize what he did for our franchise and I love him. Um, yeah. For for me, uh, it's that kick in the snow against the Raiders. Oh, you know, yeah. I think 2001. where little game. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the one where it's just like there's. N- I was watching that one live, and I I don't know. I was early teenager or something like that, and I definitely was like, "There's no fucking way this guy can make this kick." <laughs> I know when you watch the replay now, it just feels like, "Oh yeah, of course he made it," but that game was so sloppy, and it was impossible for anybody to to do anything. Just one of those kind of ugly games to watch that just became legendary because of the way you know the tuck rule and all that stuff. But that that kick is still kind of wows me. That probably is his most impressive kick. Just all the circumstances in there, yeah. And then watching him completely fall apart, I think, uh, in 2019 was really fun, too. 
I don't know if you well, remember him single-handedly losing like multiple games for the Colts. Oh, he was garbage. Yeah, he was garbage. That uh, was funny. Yeah, it's like one of those burnout or fade away type situations. Like he, that ending. I know that's not going to be the lasting memory for his career, but I'm pretty sure that's the first year we did this show, Danny. And I think every week we were just like. How is this guy still the kicker? On the <laughs> and he was. They never fired him. They, uh, I mean, it was it was a beautiful couple of weeks where we just got to make fun of. It. I mean, and now everybody's, you know, jumping all over his dick. But that's he is the greatest kicker, one of the greatest kickers of all time, and probably be a Hall of Famer. Uh, so that's it's just funny to get to make fun of that guy. It was you know Jordan on the Wizards kind of shit. You didn't see that shit in the Last Dance because right. everybody knew it was embarrassing. <laughs> But when it was going on, it was fun. It was, you know, you just got to see the guy get kind of taken down a peg. Mm-hmm. Do we uh, do we think Vinatieri, there's any chance he gets first ballot? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I mean, like I just kind of listed off some of those stats. He, if, if it's not him, I don't think a kicker ever will. Because he kind right. of has every kicking accolade you could want. He's got game-winning Super Bowl kicks, every record you can ask for. So... I guess it depends on the class that he's among, but uh, I would say yes, if I had to guess. Well, I guess the guys that he would be in with are all the other guys that retired this offseason, right? Right. So I guess what, Philip Rivers is up for consideration. Um, right. Um, who else do we got that retired? Vance McDonald. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know. I'll have to look at some of those retirements, but uh, it seems like he's in there. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah, okay. I wanted to get to this story. I was reading uh, the Monday we morning just, quarterback. Sorry, I, I have to interrupt you because we no, – uh, Drew Brees. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Jason the, obviously kind of the most decorated guy. Oh, Witten you know? too, yeah. All right, yeah, it just took me a while to find a list is all online. took a little too long, so I had to bust in there. Oh, did you find the list there? Yeah, I mean the rest of it's garbage. Those, I mean, Marquis, any Marquis Pouncey fans? He's not. They want to wait. I think nah. Jason Witten retired again. Right. Hey, thank God. Hey, we got Jamel Johnson in the house. Jamel was just at Arlington <laughs> National Cemetery paying his, his respects to the troops. Jamel, welcome to the program. Hey, what's up? Job bless. Um, this is the Ballad of the Fallen Soldiers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hey, we were just talking about Julio on the Teen Titans, your uh, second favorite team. How do you feel about that? I just said yesterday they need to get Julio. This is happening? Uh, Well, it's not official, but he's one of the top kind of destinations. I just was saying that. (laughs) Derrick Henry's only got one good season left. And by one good season, we you know I mean just 10 games of that season. (laughs) <laughs> that's a normal derrick henry good season as it as it is <laughs> 10 amazing games and then seven games where you're like this dude gets paid money to do this yeah and those are usually in the fantasy playoffs oh don't even get me started i had derrick henry yeah <laughs> uh well yeah man like we were saying Corey davis is gone so it feels like a natural fit and then you got um and then you have the Seahawks are the other kind of destination where he'd be paired with Metcalf. Football. What's up, I mean, Brian? Football. Hey. hey, Brian, which jersey would you buy if you had to buy a jersey? Uh, I mean, I have jerseys right now. New which jersey. Have, like, a new one. I got a deck. I got a Dak Prescott jersey. That's a one right there. Ooh. Oh, I mean, okay. You've uh, this is an interesting place to make that comment, but I'm pro Dak. Hey, you know what? You know what, though? I expect that as a Cowboys fan. You know, I don't shy away from it. It's kind of expected. It's all good. I'm a football team fan. You know what? I'm honestly, I hate the Eagles more. You can't can't hate Dak, though. He's a good dude. You don't have to like the Cowboys, but Dak's a good dude. Yeah, pretty good actor. He did a pretty good job in, like, a State Farm commercial, right? Oh, he's in the Chunky's Campbell Soup. I don't know if he's in State Farm yet. He's not quite on that Mahomes-Rogers level, but he's got a Campbell's, Campbell's, uh, Campbell's, Campbell's Chunky Doodle Soup commercial for sure. So he's he's McNabb level. Yeah, for right now. For right now. So you're he's all got in. Time. The Dak train. He's how many years is Dak back? Do you think he'll play four more years? What is that supposed to mean? He's gonna play. 
look, man, I'm just, I'm just posing the question. <laughs> what, what do you think's gonna happen? He's gonna retire at like 29. Like, what, what's the? Okay, first off, I, based on his hairline, I forgot how young he was. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> I'll I start mean, there. My bad. Sure, sure, I get it. Uh, next, I'm thinking he gets traded. Oh, mm. dude, they wouldn't, they wouldn't give him. All right. Okay, Cowboys I'm not gonna even defend it. There, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna acknowledge that. Continue. What else? <laughs> <laughs> like you almost got me. You almost faded me. I was that close. Uh, no, no, no. no. I'll hold oh that. no. I gotta take another locker room class on how to gaslight people. You were so <laughs> close, bro. You were so close. I felt my blood pressure going up and I was like, no, nah, don't, right. do hey, don't do it. Hey, don't do it. You know, that was with the one on one class. When I take two eleven. I do wanna start. Hashtag free Dak, though, because we all look, we all acknowledge Dak's a, a good person and a great player, but get him out of Dallas because that's a that's a that's a cursed franchise. You can't win in Dallas. I'm sorry, Brian. This is just these are the facts. Let if me see who you're Dak a fan of. See, oh, Eagles. Oh, I see. OK. Yeah. 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 No, it's personal. <laughs> it gets real Oof. personal over here. OK, yeah. so this is coming from the Jalen Hurts crowd. Is that what I'm. Like, am I registering that correctly? The Jalen uh, number one in the, your heart and number one in your program. But so how? What? And, and he was one of the top fifteen jerseys sold in the month that of May. A, you know right. what? Tim Tebow was on that list at one point. Don't forget, Tim Tebow was on that list. He's oh number one. I'm looking for a Tebow. I'm looking for a Tebow Jets jersey. I told oh. you, Hardy. I said we were trying to figure out why Tim Tebow. Was number one on that list and was like, have you, have you really people? not? Hey, have you really not been a goodwill in that long for real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, G- Jamel lives at goodwill. That's, yeah, that's a true. shot across the bow. Yeah, Glendale Goodwill. They uh, they keep a cot in the back for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's people buying it ironically. That's what people love about the Tebow jersey. It's just I, a great I, find. You're right. I wouldn't mind rocking a Tebow jersey. Just. Because of the Tebow jersey, I mean, it's worth yeah. the wear. Honestly, you get money's worth. It's, a, yeah, it's worth. a summertime. Like you pull up to a cookout Fourth of July in that Denver Tebow. Yeah, but we were talking about the '85 Jags Tebow is the number one selling jersey in on NFL.com. Oh, so like that's, that's like ridiculous. The second or third time he's made that list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't see people wearing them. Where do they go? Hey, listen, yeah. do, you, do you go to mostly white churches? Because if you don't, you're not seeing them. <laughs> Good point. I haven't been to uh, Our Lady Episcopalian in a minute. <laughs> yeah, we laugh, the... but I'm serious. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny. Now I have to pull up to a white church just to see. But you got to go on like a Wednesday. You know what I mean? Bible study crowd. You got to go to a youth group where they're playing dodgeball and they're praising the Lord. Yes, and it's going to be Patriots Tim Tebow jerseys, too, because people forget that was a thing at one point. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's the ultimate of two evil forces coming mm. together, the <laughs> religious right and Patriots. You know I'm what in. that's like? That's like God making a deal with Satan. That's some serious <laughs> shit right there. Yeah, I'm not even seeing the big pit. Jesus Christ is the number one Patriot. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's. I'd like you to expand on that, actually. America, is, God, that. America is God's country. God bless America. Oh, you got a you got a Jeff Gordon like jersey too. <laughs> Jeff Gordon. I'm sensing. I'm getting NASCAR vibes now. I well, like. Yeah, I do. At. I have a. Uh, I have the Dale Junior jacket, and I also have a Danica Patrick jacket. Okay, I do have these items. Well, that either means you you you're white, or you love Aaron Rodgers and his exes. It could be either way. Mm, it's the second he, one. It's the second one. Yeah, he's that's amazing. It could. Be Did true. he date Dale Junior? I mean, probably he did. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> oh, Aaron, Dale Aaron Jr. was riding the '88 when he was riding Danica the Mountain Dew car. Yeah. I mean, it may be a deep cut. It may be a deep cut if you're not a NASCAR fan. But but there is rumors of Dale Jr. and Danica having kind of a thing way back when. Hey, mm. I like that. What about Aaron and Dale Jr.? Uh, you know what? Yeah. I can't rule it out. To be honest with you, like I'm not going to draw that line in the sand, but. I haven't heard, you know. I could see it. I could. I could. Well, hey, we're talking about, you know, uh, the Lord above smiling upon uh, America, which America, what we do, we created football, a.k.a. the NFL. It's 
Memorial Day. Let's talk about the salute to service. What's your favorite military moment in the NFL? Mine is when the president uh, said to stop watching. That was so <laughs> stupid and funny. That's top three. That's top three. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man. Favorite military moment. I mean, it's not a specific one, but I think if you go to any uh, stadium in America when they salute the troops, just look for that moment where someone in the crowd is puking <laughs> during That's a good one. That's the a good camera. One. They pan the camera to Staff Sergeant Delco or whatever, you know, the fuck their name is. And yeah, some dude just yacking up. Is this a reoccurring thing? I've never seen this before. Oh, <laughs> it's there. It's there. Yeah, what month is this? Is this um this is September? Oh, is that when they do that? Because I know October is breast cancer <sighs> breast cancer awareness and we have the pink everywhere. And then uh, what month is salute to service? Or is it a week? Because they have all the alternates, dude. You can get the, the hats and the hoodies and the jerseys. I think it's just one week, but I'm not sure. You know what my favorite moment is? It's a little bit indirect, but it's when everybody's favorite racist uncle Cletus <laughs> justified racism because okay. Pat Tillman died in Afghanistan. That, that is hands yeah. down. Yeah. Number one moment. Oh, Let's man. Get... Yeah, Pat Tillman go... is fucking rolling around in his grave the way they were hey, talking. If yeah. Pat Tillman could die for the country, then you could get up off that fucking knee, buddy. That's all I fucking know. <laughs> 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 I, I've oh, heard people say real. that. It's ironically. It is quite <laughs> ironic. <laughs> uh, yeah, the way that the Pat Tillman story was hijacked by, uh, you know, one part, uh, one constituency of the country is uh, very funny. Also, uh, also, uh, shout out to Adidas, who reproduced the Pat Tillman Arizona State jersey. And I think, like, when they were selling it, the proceeds went to his foundation, you know, probably his family or whatever. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. I think you can only get it on, like, eBay and shit now, but it's it's one of them. Sounds like a collector's item, honestly. Yeah. It kind of is, yeah. I will say, though, uh, Pat Tillman's, like, army photo, dude is chiseled. This shit is... Right. I I understand. I mean, think about this, though. (laughs) Would you... Would you really? Would you really want to play for the Cardinals back in the day? The Cardinals, if they, That's Cardinals or the military? It's like, well, damn. Let's see. Let me see who the quarterback in two thousand two was. Is this Jake Plummer era? Uh, it's pre Kurt Warner. It's pre Kurt Warner for sure. Yeah, yeah it might even be between the two. Yeah, I can't blame him for saying, "Give me grenades." I can't blame him for that. <laughs> It's a rough time. It gets to a point. It's like, how many times am I going to get fucking smoked by fucking Freddie Mitchell? Hey, this was Jake Plummer and Josh McCown. Damn. Preston Parsons is a third stringer. Don't remember him. Anquan Bolden's on that team, right? Yeah. Uh, Let's. Yeah. Yeah, Anquan was there forever. He was there forever. Uh, He might not have been in the league yet. Uh, This is is showing me Arnold Jackson, Kevin Casper, Nate Poole. Jason McAdley, this is a just a really bad team. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense when you look at it. Get a Jason McAdley jersey, Jamal. <laughs> and look out for that. <laughs> hey, I uh so you guys asked me when I got here, but I probably missed what y'all said. What are y'all's jerseys? What's hanging up in the closet? What's the go-to? Well, the reason we got in that we were going through the top fifteen selling jerseys of May, and then we were talking about who was left off of that because we didn't you know, Matt Stafford's not on that list. Carson Wentz isn't on that list. So we're like, maybe those fan bases aren't as excited about their new players um, as you would think they would be. Or, you know, both. Um, so that's a great question. Uh, mine personally, Pat Tillman, Jersey, Arizona State. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Clinton Portis, uh, that dark, the burgundy one with the arrow. This is the Hennessy era. This is when he was drinking Hennessy before games. Uh, that's my go-to. I respect that. Yeah. Was he bragging about that? How did how do we know that that was happening? I can't quite remember how that came out. I don't know, but he confirmed it and was like, it was just one shot of Hennessy. That was his basically his 
explanation. I only did one. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Dude, I would see people drinking the stupidest shit before games uh, in college. Like, I, I'm talking, you know, those like the, the monster energy drinks, like the big ass one. I'm talking like it's like 48 ounces. Oh, yeah. It's the screw, it's the screw on top. It's got the yeah, screw on top, yeah. right? Yeah, dudes would slam those, and it's like, guys, this game, this game's gonna last like three and a half hours. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I remember we had this. My high school team, we had this dude. He used to slam diet pills, and then <laughs> get complete. He would get dressed, put his pads on, then take everything off and go take a shit. <laughs> hey, is there anything better than high school football? My God, that's America. <laughs> that is so fun. That's America. <laughs> high school football is America. I like that, Brian. I do. Because it's true. It is absolutely true. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going around, clicking around NFL.com right now. Uh, May 30, notable dates in NFL history. Uh, Joe Namath turned 78 today, guys. Hey, happy birthday, Joe Namath. Okay. Every time I think Joe Namath, I think about that time he hit on Susie Colber, was it? Yeah. I think it was like on TV. Yeah. Yo, he had yeah. the mink on, though. He did. He was feeling good too. I w- I don't blame him. What was the What was the drunkest thing he said on that? I used to know. It. I used to have that memorized. But <laughs> now all I can remember is I just want to kiss you. But before that, he like <laughs> they like he was trying to do some real like analysis on the Jets and. I honestly, honestly, I can't believe they let him on TV. Like he had to get past two or three people, and they just okayed him. You know what I mean? Well, he's Broadway right? Joe. He's a gamer. They thought he would be able to step it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I mean, he's still he, a legend. He's, Don't get me I'm wrong. I'm watching it right now. He's bigging up Chad Pennington. <laughs> For what? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm saying I'm watching. <laughs> so he, he's talking about Chad Penning. He's like, I'm proud of Chad. And then Susie asks a follow-up. And then he's just... <laughs> Deeply looking into her eyes. He's like, I want to kiss you. <laughs> like He says something. He's like, unexpectedly. It's like something. He, it was like one word. God damn it. Uh, this is going to bother me all night. And then he, after he says, like, I want to kiss you, he says, I couldn't care less about this team. <laughs> <laughs> Fire, bro. What a guy. And then, <laughs> and then they cut back to Chad Pennington putting his mouthpiece on and uh, breaking the huddle. Pretty good. We, hey, we can only dream of accomplishing so much in life that I know. We think that shit flies. You know, like what do you have to accomplish in life where you, you don't care anymore? You got to guarantee victory for a Super Bowl. I think. Well, then he yeah. got clean. He got clean after that, and now he actually goes around telling people that his diet that he's on has cured his CTE. Oh, like on some Gronk type thing. Yeah, yeah. like oh, he's well, got. He just went sense. all green, all whatever bullshit. He told Stern he was he's his CTE is gone. He cured it himself. He, maybe that's why he had such a drunken boner on that field because he's or maybe he's trying to blame it on the CTE. Yeah. When he's in fact he that never had like CTE it. kicking in there. Yeah, he's you from what? a world pre salad, so that makes I, sense. That, <laughs> yeah, that just makes me that much more proud of Tebow because he's wearing eighty five this year in honor of his former teammate Aaron Hernandez who suffered from CTE. Ooh. Hey. Hey, you! The Lord teaches you to forgive everyone. Hey, Weren't they hey, roommates? Or rocks, roommates? Rocks, yeah, I think so. Rocks from a glass uh, house, buddy. Florida. Rocks from a glass house. He who hasn't murdered, let them cast the first stone. Amen. That's that's like verbatim too. That's right up there, man. That's like Paul fucking thirty-seven eleven. No doubt. <laughs> Paul. Now I got to look up what Paul thirty-seven eleven really is. It's the beauty of the internet. Hey, also, uh, notable birthday tomorrow coming up. Santana Moss, uh, Jamel. Uh, oh, that's my geyser. One of the only, one of the three times in my adult life I have seen us beat the Cowboys in Dallas. <laughs> it hasn't happened that. very often since Dak took over, if we're yeah. being honest about it. Oh, we're being brutally honest. I can't, I just don't watch anymore. I don't. That's all good. I mean, Thanksgiving must be tough as a indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Indigenous people. Yeah, Just we got as a, a follow-up. We, we got bigger fish to fry it in football 
Fresh to fry than football. Yeah, you're right. Hey, you know what though? The 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 football team does have the best roster in the NFC East. They really do. People Top keep to bottom. You that, and I have been threatening to fight them. You just don't have a quarterback. Get me excited. You're just yeah. missing the one piece. That's it. If Washington had Dak, they'd be Super Bowl contenders. People really sleeping on Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick will give you a hot three games. Nobody on Fitzpatrick. We we fully expect the four touchdowns and four picks every game. Every game. <laughs> no, but fun fact that I'm sure nobody's ever told you before is that Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. So <laughs> let me never heard that, that once in my I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell all my friends come August. Got a forty nine on his Wonderlick. Yeah. So I'm I'm clicking around NFL.com right now, and uh, this type of story popped up, which is one of my favorite types because uh, it's a Jay Cutler story, and he is he's haunting a franchise. And I'm not making this about Jay Cutler. This is about any uh, kind of quarterback that your team had to suffer through who sucked, and then will comment about your team construction just until the day they die. So Jay Cutler's butting in saying he wouldn't play Justin Fields this season. <laughs> it's oh, just I saying that, yeah. it's Andy's team and let Andy take the reins. And it's like Bears fans have to be like, can we get this guy to just shut the fuck up and like never comment on my, our team again? Yeah, that was, that was Unfortunately, dumb, but... he's a little too hot and you're going to have to deal with him for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> the alternative is Andy Dalton, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Yeah, man. Why is that? He spit out my water. <laughs> it, it, should, it should, unless you're a Bears fan. Like that shouldn't shouldn't be concerned. I'm kind of happy, honestly. If I'm Justin Fields, I'm just placing a restraining order on Jay Cutler right now. I don't want to. I don't want this dude showing up to practice. I don't want him standing next to me before a game during the national anthem. Just keep him away. He hey, probably should have done that even before the comments, to be honest. Yeah, as soon as he got drafted, that was the smart move. But I'm really, I'm really, I'm honestly, no jokes. He kind of fell further than I thought he would have. What oh, do y'all for think? Sure. What do y'all think that's attributed to? I mean, He's I had him in my top three quarterbacks, honestly, personally. Oh, Haskins. It was because Haskins flopped. Yeah, it's the Ohio State thing that Jamel, his theory on uh, if you're an Ohio State quarterback, you're not necessarily good. So well, what I just, heard is that uh, the big schools, people like wait, people are still drafting stickers on helmets and not players. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Okay, okay, it's a philosophy. You, you at that college, they don't give a fuck about the quarterback. They'll just put some dude in there, and it always turns out to be right. You, I mean, why did Mac Jones go 15 then? If we're talking Alabama. Well, he's, he's, I guess because he's a little more accurate than the average bear. Uh, he's accurate, but that's about it. And he looks like, you know, he should be, he should like own like a lawn care business. So. <laughs> that just, it, it relates to the owner. The owner's like, he's, you know, I like the cut of his jib. And it's the Saban-Belichick uh, relationship. Yeah, because in the second round, we took another Alabama player. That's just kind of what we do. Did you guys watch that HBO special where it's just those two guys talking football? Honestly, that was that was really cool. I, I did enjoy that. That was that was good stuff. Those yeah. guys are football geniuses. Right. It, it was interesting because it's uh it's one of those things where I, I don't know how candid they actually were, but uh, there were some uh, some real nuggets in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks because Belichick and Saban are never going to be the kind of guys to open up all the way on camera. It's not going to happen. Because they're never going to retire. I mean, you know, you're going to coach till they die. But then you have guys like Parcells. I I don't think they're really writing the tell-all books unless I just haven't read it yet. No, those guys are football lifers. Like, they they honestly believe it's a fraternity and some stuff forever stays undercover, for better or worse. But, you know. I don't know. I hope Belichick, when he's like 80 or 85, just spills everything. No, he'll either still be coaching or he'll have died of a heart attack on the sideline by then. Jesus. One of the two. Mm. I don't know. I, I honestly think Belichick, within the next five years, is probably going to be done. I would believe that, except for the fact that he has a really hot 
second wife, I believe. She's like 30-something, 40, early 40s. And uh, plenty of money, and there's no reason for him to continue coaching. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying he'd be done. Here's what I'm thinking with Belichick. We just saw last year all these guys have to learn how to virtually coach a team. So (laughs) once you reach a point where you're physically unable to maybe get pissed off on the sideline all game, why wouldn't Belichick just convince Kraft to let him coach from his couch? That's, We've seen that's it can true. kind of work. But I don't know if he'd want to do that. I think if he'd want to coach, he'd want to really be there. On the flip side of that, if Belichick managed to survive an entire season of coaching via Zoom, then what's going to stop him going forward? For that's really? what I'm saying. I don't think it's anything stopping him. I just think that he might not want to. Just looking at the team, it seems like he's trying to teach uh, his son everything and then pass the team down to him soon. Yeah, but then he's like the crazy old guy overlord who the son is the coach, but then the son has to go to the back room and get dad's approval no matter what he does. I mean, but is that the same thing for Mike Shanahan and – Kyle Shanahan, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not how it works. I'm sure Kyle still trusts Mike and they have discussions about it, but – Oh, they talk all the time about coaching, yeah. And it'd probably be like that with Steve and Bill. Uh, speaking of Zooms, I was reading uh, the Monday Morning Quarterback uh, by Albert Breer this morning on Sports Illustrated. It's great. You guys should all read it. Uh, they were talking about Joe Burrow, while he was rehabbing, would just jump into the coaches Zooms and just listen in because he was bored. <laughs> and <laughs> I just couldn't – I don't know. It made me like – it made me realize that like every job was just kind of some version of that. Like the past year, where even a professional football team was just a dude jumping into a Zoom. And sometimes when you jump into a Zoom, you're like, why is that person here? And <laughs> Joe Burrow is getting into the coaches' meetings. I don't think they could have told him no. I think he, they just had to let him come in. What if yeah. they were talking about him? I mean, what if they were talking shit on some things he was doing? I guess, does he, does, then you gotta, is, is his attitude so good that he's willing to take that? I think you got to start a side chat, and then you're just like, hey, what are we going to do about Joe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those, oh, ha-ha, Joe, welcome, Joe. You're back. <laughs> yeah, Joe, so glad you're here. Anyway, we're, we were just concluding. Uh, good day. Yeah, we're, t- we're talking about uh, roster cuts, and maybe you shouldn't. Oh, I love it. I got some ideas, and then before you know it, <laughs> yeah, Joe's. I- just a part of Joe knows too much now. Joe, knows I, too much. I would say that if I didn't think he was so influential in them drafting Jamar Chase, for sure, it seems like he may have played these Zoom cards uh, really well because he, he kind of pulled a LeBron, honestly. And if that's the case, he should never be a general manager because that was a terrible decision. Yeah, it's well, I like the LeBron comparison too because you're in this kind of small market Ohio team. You're a savior. You're from there. Hometown. Now you're kind of this, this young in your career, you're just kind of like, hey, I'm going to make all the decisions for this team. (laughs) It's amazing. I mean, I don't blame him for trying. I don't blame him for trying, but they really should have gotten offensive linemen. They really should have. They needed Panay Sewell, yeah. That's okay, though. It's all right. We'll see what happens. Jamal, what if. uh, Before you fail, Joel? You said what? I thought penne pasta. I thought. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought. No, got, the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals pick five. The Bengals pick five. There were no oh, offensive okay. linemen before then. Yeah. Oh shit. They had. Yeah, uh, they, they had Slater drop down to like the Chargers at twelve or thirteen or something. But those are both like top ten draft picks potentially. They'd pick neither. Yeah, that was that was odd to me. Burrow's just going to be. I was going to say, Jamel, what if you were uh, doing a, a Zoom about one of your your projects you're working on and Joe Burrow just hopped in the room? I would ask him if he was the real Joe Burrow. And if he said yes, I would be like, all right, cool. Don't say the N-word. <laughs> he's not. He's actually he's pretty, pretty cool, he said I Joe think. Burrow, not Jake Fromm. Two different guys. Yeah, you're <laughs> well, hey. In that exact same article, it was talking about how 
uh, Joe Burrow became best friends with Nick Bosa during the rehab because they were both in oh, California well, of course and both had torn ACLs. That's not a reason to be friends with somebody. Well, I mean, look, you're 22 or whatever. You both have the same injury and you're in the same city. So I don't know why they became friends, but they did. They played video games together. They ate sandwiches together. They talked to politics, I'm sure. Oh, no Uh, doubt. He leaned over and said, Antifa, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the kind of dialogue we need, because I think Burrow is a a libtard. And so get the two of them into a training room, working on their ACLs and just hashing shit out. I'm telling you, needs more of that. In the next two years, Nick Bosa is going to be lobbying for the 49ers color rush jersey to be the Confederate flag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is a silly room this week. Guys are getting goofy. (laughs) A Philly room, uh, you know, if you love the game, Jamel, and your stupid team is winning. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm walking out. Okay. Hey, realistically speaking, though, for the Eagles, I mean, you guys didn't pick up a quarterback this year, right? You had an opportunity. Well, we uh, got Joe Flacco in the offseason, uh, Super Bowl MVP. And uh, <laughs> and uh, the quarterback class next year looks kind of weak. So if things don't go right with Jalen, I mean, are we what sure are the options? Weak? I've heard people say, like, I don't pay too much attention to college, but I've heard people say it's stacked. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think – when it comes to quarterbacks, scale. this was kind of the year. Uh, I'm sure the class will be good, and we'll have more tape on everybody next season. But I do think the quarterback class this season is supposed to be a lot better. The next, and we have the most draft capital going forward. We have, I think, I think it's three first-round picks, It should be right? three first-round picks mm-hmm. next season, and then I think the most picks overall as well. So we I have mean, options. And you sold your soul for it. Yeah, yeah, sure. We tanked a game on on national TV and got Doug yeah. Peterson fired. He died for our sins, but whatever, that, dude. We got, no, that's not what got yeah, him fired. So. That's not what got him fired. Be it honest. was it was the last straw for sure. It was the cherry on the cake, but it wasn't what got him fired, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. You're probably closer to you know Philly sports, Daniel. But I mean, come on, they were getting rid of uh, they were getting rid of uh, him anyway, in my opinion. It felt like that. It felt like he won a Super Bowl and they still treated him like he had training wheels on. And it was just he got sick of that. And so I think there was some tension going on with him in the front office because he's like, hey, let me actually run the team the way I want to. And they're like, no, we think you're stupid. There was that article that came out right after the season ended where it was pretty much the GM and the owner have a pretty tight relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there was a little bit of turmoil there with uh, Doug, and uh, it was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get rid of Doug. Problem solved. Yeah. This yeah. is the, uh, the um, make or break for Jalen Hurts, because from what I've heard, this is like his last year to prove something. You know, that's I, I, to me, that's every season for, for the NFL. You know, I, I don't think Jalen Hurts. That's kind of tough, man. They only gave him like he only got like six games. Well, and now then really they got four his games. best game, and then yeah. his best game, they, they pulled him games. when he was gonna win. Well, they, nowadays teams feel like they have to compete when a quarterback is on their rookie contract. Right, right, and we have a team now with a rookie head coach, a completely new staff. You know, offensively they should be decent because their O line's good. They have decent skill players. Um, and yeah, so Jalen should be set up decently. I don't think it's the best situation in the league. It's not the worst. So we'll. I like what we saw from him. Um, how do you uh, how do you feel about Nick Sirianni too? Because all I've really heard about him is that he's been playing like tic tac toe and connect four with players for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, paper rock scissors. That's how he learns if they're competitive or not. Uh, oh, really stupid, was... really stupid way to figure that out. Um, <laughs> like he was playing Connect Four recently. I mean, probably, honestly, probably overblown, right? Like that's something he did, but that's not the deciding factor. It's not like they're doing kneecap tests out in Philadelphia, like they're in Detroit. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that too. It's a funny headline because there's not much to talk about because no one knows about this fucking guy. He's He's so new. We we have no feel for. I don't even think he called plays in Indy. He was the offensive coordinator. And I think, um, 
head coach called plays. So <laughs> that you first really gaff, he's coming from. That first yeah. gaff that a coach makes oh, in the God. new city just loses the, the people so quickly. Hey, Jamel, mute yourself. If, yeah. If you could. Thank you. My bad, guys. <laughs> you know, Jamel's usually got a lot of stuff going on. We understand. I don't know what those voices in a kitchen. It sounds like they're in a kitchen. Maybe it does Jamel sound like come he's on break on. at a restaurant. It really does. Yeah. He, he, exactly. There was definitely an elevator <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, man. I, look, I think the Eagles will go 0-17 next year, but they'll put up oh, some points. Brian. Yeah. That's what I'm sticking with. I don't blame you. I'd, I'd want that top draft pick too, but 0-17, come on. Yeah, Sirianni gets fired when we're 0-14, and then uh, <laughs> they just let Jason Kelsey coach the team because he's just a legend on the team. And then I don't know what's going to go on with Deshaun Watson, but I really think that they kind of have him as a fallback. I know he's going oh, to have a new team before this even happens, but... You love it. Just Oh, just begging that he makes it out the other side of this horrible what, sex assault the, allegation. Yeah. I mean, what's the massage therapy industry look like in Philly? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe they don't ask questions or uh, you know go to the the media all the time. Don't Look, lawyer yes. up on guys who are just trying to hump the air innocently. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not sure Deshaun Watson's uh, sexual uh, preferences and weird shit that he does. Oh, I know. the way that it could play out. I'll, is he he actually does sit out this full season and he just pulls a Lev Bell and then somehow his name uh, comes out clean on the other side of all these allegations. And, and then, then all you have is just in the biggest moments in the playoffs, you have everybody on the field being able to make fun of him about this one thing, ruining yeah, his sure. confidence. I don't know. He's damaged the, goods. The NFL, the NFL is such a fucking turn the other page type industry that if he sat out a full year and came back, sure, there'd be a couple of uh, ha-ha hand job jokes. But, you know, a year later, come on. That's the thing, might, though. Uh, if it was just – if it was him just getting – forcing women to give him hand jobs, I feel like the other guys in the NFL would give him a pass. But it's this hilarious – air humping weird like <laughs> just you know you can work around my boner thing right. he, i mean you you're can right just so it's just so ripe for d linemen on the other team to just get in his head with i do think hey. he gets traded to the patriots so him and robert Kraft can trade business cards with their Ooh. there's a match made in hand job heaven <laughs> hand okay, job hey. heaven what's last, it take to get up there i'll pray for uh, this show is Hey, NFL fans have uh, justified rap for being fucking monsters in the worst fans in sports. But hey, the NBA fans are really making a push to uh, get that title and just be bigger pieces of shit than football fans. And I'm I'm proud of the NBA fans. (laughs) Like they're going for this title. Uh, You know, football fans are more like us now, right, guys? We're yeah, I don't think We're either of them are worse We soccer love the it, beauty though. of the game. You know what it is? It's that people haven't been to a sporting event in a full year, and now they finally got to go, and it's no holds barred. That's what it is. Yeah. They've been, and they're they've, just... been, they've been simmering on this shit for a full year, and now it's ugly. I've never seen this many incidents. Like, yeah. back to back to back. It's crazy. It's bad, we man. Need and... a, we need a malice at the palace during the finals. They should have let Russell Westbrook play. Well, that's what uh, actually uh, Dame Lillard kind of said that on Twitter was just like, hey, they're going to keep doing it until they get the response they want, which is essentially our test going into the stands and fighting them. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't know exactly how you police it other than not having fans, which no one wants. I think having fans at the games have made them way better. So, um it's also this weird social media thing where it's just like they probably spent a year and a half trapped inside DMing the, their favorite athletes just the worst shit you could possibly think of. And now they get to the stadium and like they don't have the filter still. They haven't remembered that real life is different. I don't right. know. It's hard to justify. It's despicable behavior. But uh, hey, it's not just football fans. 
Right. Well, I've seen some people on Twitter. They got a jail. They got a jail in Philly for a reason. We'll see yeah, what happens. <laughs> yeah. My, look, <laughs> they've at least upgraded from. They're not throwing batteries anymore. They're throwing popcorn. So uh, yeah. Wait. Wait till Santa Claus comes out. Let's wait till <laughs> Santa Claus comes out. We'll see. Yeah. No. It's it's uh it's not great, Bob. Danny. Danny. Final thoughts this week on uh on uh, fandom. Uh, well, you know, it's not football, but, and it, it is fighting. I, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to this Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather on Sunday. I just want that guy to get his ass kicked. Maybe more than the fan who dropped popcorn on Russ's head. Well, there's no this way. This might be as close as we right? get to that. Cause you know, Logan Paul represents every one of these water bottle throwing popcorn throwing idiots. Yeah, just let Russ take his energy out on Logan Paul after Mayweather beats the shit out of him. Uh, hey, and Jamel's final thought is he doesn't have a final thought. He has to poop. So we will end the show on that. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, every Monday at 5 p.m. we'll be on here. And then check out the regular podcast, too, where we actually put effort and research into it. Uh, hey, I put effort into it. Brian and Kyler. Uh, <laughs> peace out, everybody. Bye. Sorry. Bye.